This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to your evening edition of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, June the 22nd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop to find out everything that's going around in the world of professional wrestling. We scour all the wrestling websites and the social media sites to get you a comprehensive idea of what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Headlines is a daily podcast that allows you to get all the information you need so you can get back to your day. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get to tonight's headlines. Starting off on ERS. Wrestling news. Okada makes his debut on this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. Okada made his All Elite Wrestling debut on this episode's week of Dynamite. Hangman Page defeated Silas Young in a match, but was soon attacked by both Jay White and Adam Cole. However, Okada hit the ring to make the save and even the odds, as he and Page cleared the ring from Cole. Now, many believe that this will lead the way to a future relationship between Okada and AEW. With that being said, continue to follow E-Wrestling News as more information about this will definitely be happening. Continuing with our headlines, Malachi Black qualifies for All Elite Wrestling's All-Atlantic Championship. With that being said tonight, on tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, Malachi Black became the last man to qualify for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship match will be taking place on Sunday's AEW New Japan Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Malachi Black defeated Penta Oscuro to acclaim the final spot in the matchup. Now, he'll face Pac and Miro for the championship. With more information on this, continue to follow E-Wrestling. 
wrestling news as they have all the information. Brian Danielson also names that he will unfortunately out at Forbidden Door. Danielson has stated that unfortunately he will not be a part of the event. John Fuentes is reporting at this hour. Brian Danielson opened by announcing that he's not medically cleared to compete at Sunday night's AEW New Japan Forbidden Door pay-per-view event or next week's Blood and Guts that will take place on Dynamite. Danielson said nobody needs to worry about his long-term health and he promised he will be back sooner than later. Additionally, Danielson announced that he'll be handpicking his replacement and referred to my mystery person as one of the greatest technical wrestlers in the world. Of course, fans immediately began speculating that it could be Cesaro or Johnny Gargano. Who could it be? We will find out more. Follow E-Wrestling News as they will continue to give you all of the details. Continuing on, WWE News. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. WWE Files SEC report that is confirming Vince McMahon has stepped down as CEO and chairman of WWE. Now, with all the speculation going on right now in the investigation, WWE announced late that Vince McMahon will be stepping down as chairman and CEO of the company in some files that have been filed. On Wednesday, WWE filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission and let them know of the change happening in WWE. Both Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis are being investigated by WWE's board of directors for inappropriate contact with a former employee. During the course of the investigation, several other non-disclosures have now also resurfaced. Stephanie McMahon has been appointed to the board of directors as the interim CEO and chairwoman. Now, if you'd like to read more about this, Ryan Clark has the exact filings trending right now over on eWrestling News. Continuing with our headlines, John Fuentes is writing in at this hour. First, WOW reboot trailer has been released. Serpentico celebrates a win with a press release. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour. The Women of Wrestling, also known as WOW reboot, is set to arrive in September, and Entertainment Weekly has exclusively released their first trailer. Now, it was announced back in October that WOW has signed a multi-year deal with Viacom and CBS. Serpentico picked up a win since October by defeating Very Morales in AEW Dark, and he celebrated with also making a press release. If you'd like to find out more about women of wrestling, definitely continue to follow eWrestling News, as they will give you all the details on their relationship with Viacom and CBS. Ryan Clark is writing at this hour that Rhea Ripley reveals why she's been pulled from the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Now, many have speculated exactly what is going on with Rhea Ripley, but it has now officially been confirmed. Rhea Ripley will no longer be facing off against Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at the 2022 WWE Money in the Bank pay-per-view due to an arm injury. Now, the Judgment Day member took to Instagram earlier today to reveal that she's been dealing with brain and teeth issues as well. When a follower said she didn't look like she was injured, she replied with the following to one of the comments. Brain teeth. Can't see a brain scan. Stop being incompetent and reaching at nothing. Continue to follow Ryan Clark and E-Wrestling News as they will give you more information on the status of Rhea Ripley. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour. Paige wants to know where you want to see her next and some new news on Bianca Belair. Paige will be departing from WWE on July the 7th when her contract expires and she wants to know from fans where she should show up next. Now the former WWE Diva Champion took to Twitter on Wednesday and said, where do you guys want to see me next? WWE Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair will be appearing at tomorrow night's virtual summit for Front Office Sports. In addition to Belair, Allison, Felix, and Jade, Lee English, Lowe, and others will also be appearing on the panel as well. For more information on this, Ryan Clark has all of this trending over on eWrestling News. Tammy Sitch is once again making news on eWrestling News. Now, what is going on with her hearing since her lawyer has decided to remove himself from the case? As reported earlier this week on eWrestling News, there was a hearing scheduled for Stephen De La Roche, who is the lawyer of Tammy Sitch and her DUI manslaughter case in 
Florida. De La Roche has requested to withdraw as legal representation for her. The hearing was originally set for June 30th at 9 a.m., but Judge Karen Fox has instead moved the hearing to tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. According to all reports, the hearing has been moved up to expedite the case and keep everything moving forward. Ryan Clark and E-Wrestling News will have more information on this after everything happens tomorrow. Ryan Clark is also writing in at this hour, which WWE and NXT 2.0 star was backstage at SmackDown. What's going on with a bump and some John Cena news? WWE NXT 2.0 superstar Sanga was backstage at this past week's SmackDown TV tapings in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Earlier this month, Sanga worked several dark matches against Wesley on SmackDown. WWE also posted the following today at John Cena's most explosive matches, hyping his return to the WWE coming up on this upcoming Monday Night Raw from Texas. For more information, continue to follow Ryan Clark as he will have the issues and the news on E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark's also writing at this hour, Cody Rhodes reacts to WWE making the announcement that he'll be out for at least nine months from his torn pec injury. While WWE expects Cody Rhodes to be out of action for around nine months after ongoing surgery for a torn pec tendon earlier this month, Cody says he's a plan of his own. The WWE superstar took to his Instagram stories earlier today to reveal he's never concerned himself with other people's projections. Additionally, Rhodes has already is off of his sling and he is working out. He also wrote this, I heard nine months, that's their plan. I've never concerned myself with other people's projections. I got a plan of my own. If you'd like to find out more about what Cody Rhodes had to say and how soon he thinks he'll be back, definitely follow Ryan Clark and E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark's also writing at this hour about Bandito has been injured and he's been pulled from an event. Now, many know that Bandito, a worldwide and world-respected professional wrestler, has been injured sometimes, but now he's out again with an injury. The official Twitter account of the WrestleRex promotion sent out a tweet today to announce that the former Ring of Honor world champion will no longer be appearing at the promotion's June 30th event due to an injury he sustained at Triple Mania. Now, the official statement below reads as follows. Due to an unfortunate injury at Triple H Triple Mania, Bandita will not be appearing on the June 30th WrestleRex. We wish him a speedy recovery and we will get him back ASAP. For more information on this, definitely go ahead and check out more of what's going on with this and we will definitely go ahead and give you more details. Leo Rush says he was not a fan of his gimmick in AEW. What does he mean by that? Former WWE and AEW star Leo Rush was a guest on the Angle podcast and discussed his brief stint with All Elite Wrestling. According to Rush, he wasn't a big fan of his gimmick and says it's something he would never have chosen for himself. He would go on to say in a quote, I was a character or a gimmick thrown at me and I would have never chose that for myself, but I had to work with it. I had to adapt and kind of figure out where I wanted the character to go because, well, there weren't a whole lot of pointers that were given to me. He is currently a free agent right now after his contract had expired. For more information on this, definitely Ryan Clark has all the information trending right now over at E-Wrestling News. Let's talk a little Stokely Half and Ric Flair's final presser. Fight TV and StarCast will be holding a press conference for Ric Flair's final match tomorrow. Press release will take place at 2 p.m. and it will be streamed live on Fight TV and you can get all of the details by following StarCast events over on social media. Media. In addition to this, All Elite Wrestling tweeted out the following video today, hyping Sunday's AEW New Japan Forbidden Door event. In their Twitter account, they released a dream come true for wrestling fans around the world. AEW and New Japan's first ever joint pay-per-view event, Forbidden Door, will be coming to you live from the United Center in Chicago this Sunday, 8 p.m.
a.m., 5 p.m. Pacific time. Available on all major pay-per-view providers, Bleacher Report and Fight TV. In addition to that, the manager of Jade Cargill, Stokely Hathaway, took to Twitter to announce that he is suing Chris Antlander for $1.7 billion for her actions against his client. For more information on all of this, continue to follow Ryan Clark as he will give you all of the information. Ryan Clark is also writing at this hour, Jordan Grace reveals her goals as Impact Knockouts champion. As many people know, Jordan Grace has become the queen of the mountain and she is now officially the champion. During a recent appearance on the Incest Culture with Denise Salcedo podcast, Impact Wrestling Knockout Champion, Jordan Grace commented on her goals as champion after winning the title on the Queen of the Mountain match on last Sunday's Slammiversary pay-per-view event. Now, here are some of her thoughts as her previous knockout run as champion. She would go on to say, so in 2020 was a difficult time period for me to be knockout champion because I won it and then basically immediately the pandemic had happened. So I didn't get a lot of title defenses and then I lost the title with no fans. I feel like that almost wasn't really fair to me as a champion to have to go through that. It's really been an uphill battle to get back to the title. I feel like the only thing that I could do to get back to the title was to reinvent myself. And I think I've done that. I've started learning. I started doing things differently. I got into powerlifting more. The less I thought about the knockouts title, the more I feel like I wanted to give back more to the company and I wanted to get another opportunity. So I felt that was one of these things I just had to do. I just kept focusing on myself. I was like, don't worry about who has the title. Don't worry about opportunities. Everybody else is getting them. You should focus on yourself and you will be getting better. I feel like that finally paid off. If you'd like to find out more about what she said about finally reaching the top of the summit once again in Impact Wrestling, Ryan Clark has that article trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark is also writing at this hour, AEW star The Bunny is out of action again due to an injury. AEW star The Bunny took to Twitter today to announce that she's currently out of action due to another injury. She wrote, I'm injured right now, but I'll be back in the ring once I'm all healed up. Now, the Bunny hasn't wrestled for All Elite Wrestling since last April's episode of AEW Dark. During that show, she teamed with Emi Sakura and Nyla Rose to face off against Anna Jay at Ruby Soho and Sky Blue. For more information on her injury update, Ryan Clark has all of that trending over on E-Wrestling News. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour about what the viewership was like for NXT 2.0 this past week. Now, this week's episode of NXT 2.0 brought in six 637,000 fans on the USA Network, which is up from last week's 612,000 fans. The show did a .18 rating in the key demo of 18 to 49, which is up from last week's .12 demo rating. It ranked number 7 in the 150 shows on cable for that night. Grayson Whaler defeated Solo Skilo, Caden Carter and Katina Chance defeated Valentina Ferranz, and Roderick Stong and Damian Kemp defeated Joaquin Wilde and Cruz Del Toro. If you'd like to find out more about the analytics of the show, definitely follow Andrew Raven and he has all of the information right now trending on e-wrestling news. Ryan Clark is writing in that Jim Ross posted a very graphic photo of the radiation burn that he had received on his foot. WWE Hall of Famer and AEW commentator Jim Ross took to Twitter today and posted a very graphic photo of a radiation burn on his foot. Ross underwent skin cancer treatment last year and this is part of the healing process he wrote. Believe it or not, my radiation burns are improving even though it doesn't look like it. My doctor says healing takes about a year. Now, now, here's a fair warning for everybody who chooses to see the picture that it is definitely graphic. For more information on this, definitely continue to follow Ryan Clark and follow E Wrestling News. In addition to this, so many fans are enjoying our podcast. If you're enjoying our podcast, continue to keep following and supporting it. It's a one-stop shop that'll give you all of the details regarding what's happening in the world of professional wrestling from all of the major wrestling websites. It's a free daily podcast that is available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. Continuing with the headlines, Killer 
Cross vs. Mad Cross set for tomorrow's MLW Battle Riot. Now, Major League Wrestling sent out the following press release today announcing that Killer Cross vs. Mad Cross will be taking place at tomorrow's MLW Battle Riot, which will be at the Melrose Ballroom in New York City. Many people are excited for this upcoming match and, once again, excited about the match that is going to be happening in the ballroom. Now, if you'd like to find out more about this, follow MLW Wrestling, follow Fight TV, and follow Ryan Clark. Ric Flair is being honored by the mayor with Ric Flair Day on July the 31st. WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair will have his own day in Nashville, Tennessee, July the 31st. The official office of the mayor of Nashville, Tennessee issued the following press release. Ric Flair Day in the Music City. Now, 16-time professional world champion Ric Flair and cultural icon will be honored in the city of Nashville at a news conference on June 23rd when Mayor John Cooper declares July 31st as Ric Flair Day in the Music City. Now on that day, the Nature Boy will enter the ring for his last match. The mayor will also announce that the property at 500 Wedgwood Avenue for the weekend of July 29th and 31 will be known at the Nashville Flair Grounds in conjunction with the three-day professional fan fest also known as Starcast. For more information on this, continue to follow at E-Wrestling News and Ryan Clark has all the information right here trending for you. Continuing with the headlines, Dewey Foley evidently is gone from WWE. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. According to a report from PW Insider, Dewey Foley has exited WWE. Foley recently left WWE with one source saying his exit happened in late April. It was added that he made the decision to leave the company on his own. There's no reason why he said he wanted out. He joined the company in 2016 where he worked his way up to the creative team and at one point was the lead writer for WWE WWE 205 Live. Now you can keep up with all the wrestling from eWrestling News and find out more information about what happened and what led to Dewey Foley leaving the creative team in WWE. Continuing on with the headlines, AAA teases a huge return at the Performance Center saying he's back. Thomas Lawson's writing at this hour, WWE COO Triple H teased some kind of huge return at a recent appearance at the company's Performance Center. In September 2021, Triple H took a leave of absence after suffering a cardiac event, but recently returned to his duties. According to John Pollock of PostWrestling.com, the game spoke at the Performance Center today and told those in attendance he is back. With more information on Triple H and his return to NXT, definitely go ahead and follow Thomas Lawson and the writers over at E-Wrestling News, as they will have all of the news. Thomas Lawson's also reporting at this hour, Charlotte Flair is scheduled to return to WWE very, very soon. Charlotte Flair will be back on WWE TV by August, according to a listing of the North Carolina arena. Flair last appeared at May's WrestleMania Backlash event where she lost to WWE Women's Champion Ronda Rousey. But there's a listing for an August 12th SmackDown TV taping at the PNC Arena in Raleigh promoting for the show. Flair is being announced for that show and she will be making his return there. Other names reported for the show will be Ronda Rousey, Drew McIntyre, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Now a triple threat match between Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, and Asuka has also been advertised that will be a dark match. You can keep up with all the information about the return to WWE for Charlotte Flair if you follow E-Wrestling News as they will give you all of the latest. Let's talk a little bit about Jeff Cobb. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. Jeff Cobb spoke about AEW President Tony Khan purchasing Ring of Honor and the company still existing during a recent interview with Good Karma Wrestling. Cobb would go on to say this, Ring of Honor played a huge part in my career. I had a good, nice year and a half run with him. I got to meet and learn from some of the best minds in the wrestling business like Delirious and Jay Lethal. When you think of Jay Lethal, you think of a man who can do everything in the ring. I put him on my Ring of 
of honor at Mount Rushmore, like so many people do. Just learning from him was awesome. Even before my time in Ring of Honor, he played a huge factor in professional wrestling. It's some of the best matches. In Ring of Honor, I witnessed firsthand from the DVDs to the streaming services. I'm happy that Ring of Honor had a platform and they could showcase all their stars. In the same token, hopefully we'll be able to see some of that old stuff again as well. If it's a streaming service, that'd be great because I would love to go back and watch some of the classic matches that many people had in Ring of Honor. If you would like to go ahead and follow more about what's going on with Jeff Cobb and what he thinks about the history and the legacy of Ring of Honor and where he would like to see it go next, definitely follow E-Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk about Buddy Matthews. Unfortunately, a rash of injuries has plagued AEW over the last several months, and it looks like the injury wagon has continued. Buddy Matthews is dealing with a shoulder injury. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Buddy Matthews revealed in a post on Instagram that he's currently dealing with a shoulder injury. However, the AEW star is still training and working through it. He wrote on social media today that, always a work in progress, dealing with a shoulder injury which limits a lot of my shoulder movements, but slowly increasing the weight again. Now, it's unclear how he suffered the injury or how long the injury has been plaguing him, but E-Wrestling News will definitely keep you abreast of all the situations regarding his injury and how it may affect him. Tony Khan is making news as well. Tony Khan reveals plans for international AEW tournament. Thomas Lawson's writing a tournament in Japan as part of AEW's plans for whenever the promotional begins touring internationally. In the three years since the company has been founded, AEW has only hosted events in the United States, mainly due to the pandemic of COVID-19. While speaking to Tokyo Sports, AEW president Tony Khan discussed the future plans for AEW, saying that he would love to do a tournament over in Japan. Now, Khan went on to say that a Japanese tournament would feature a mix of AEW talent, upstart Japanese wrestlers, adding that the country is one of the first places he plans on touring when he is allowed to do it internationally. Now, Khan never gave a timeline on when the tournament would happen or when he believes AEW is allowed to go overseas. AEW will team with New Japan Pro Wrestling for the Forbidden Door once again this Sunday on pay-per-view from the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. For more information, go ahead and continue following E-Wrestling News as they will give you more on the updates of not only Tony Khan, not only AEW, but everything that's happening in the world of professional wrestling. Wardlow says he'd like to be the reason AEW ratings continue to go up. Brandon Ewan's writing at this hour during a recent interview with Forbes, AEW star Wardlow commented on the fluctuating ratings in AEW, stating that he would like to be the main reason that the ratings go up, hopefully in the future. Now, on going after the TNT title instead of the AEW world title. I cannot give my energy to the AEW world title until I take care of unfinished business. You don't want to go just disrespect Wardlow and then try to get away with it. And there's a gentleman's way about going through things in the company. So you know what? Gotta pay the piper. I want to hold every title in the company, so the TNT title just appears to be the first one that's on my list. Of course, everybody wants to be world champion. I want to be world champion, but more than that, I want the title that I thought about every single day when I first got into the company. That title, I believe, is rightfully mine, and more so than that, I need to teach Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky some respect. Now, on the sacrifices he made in the wrestling industry, he would go on to say, I think my first wrestling paycheck was $5. I think it was $5 in a bill, and it was in an envelope, and honestly, that was for a while. It kept happening. And I think I then jumped up to $25 a show. I was actually spending more money on gas and driving 
home than it was costing me to actually wrestle. I started to make it a little bit more as I got more popular on the indies, and then I got like a $500 payday one day, and to me it was just mind-blowing. $5 to $500 was a lot. Now we're going to $500 to real money in AEW. Of course, getting to this point didn't come without ups and downs. Wardlow stated from the bottom, and he worked his all the way to the top of the pro wrestling industry, but oddly enough, he doesn't view any of his time in AEW as really making a sacrifice. The sacrifice you have to make is something that you have to do with your life, and to me, I was making sacrifices all along. A lot of people will say, you sacrifice so much. Well, to me, it doesn't really seem like a sacrifice. I just understand the proper steps it takes to get to you where you want to be. If you'd like to read more about what Wardlow had to say, Brandon Ewing has this article trending right now over at E-Wrestling News. Hacksaw Jim Duggan provides an update on his cancer. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, best known for his American Patriot character and wielding a 2x4, has now given us an update on his health. The WWE Hall of Famer had been recently dealing with a health scare and now is giving us an update. Duggan released a small video on social media and he detailed what was going on. I was just in there brushing my teeth, preparing for bed, and feeling sorry for myself, Duggan said. It wasn't long ago I had kidney cancer and I lost a kidney. And then three years ago I had heart problems. I was in the ICU unit and then I had two other incidents where I was in the ICU and then I got diagnosed with prostate cancer. That then had to take out my prostate and I still have radiation because the cancer is still inside me. Now, I'm sitting here feeling sorry for myself, but then I looked in the mirror, and the man in the mirror is looking back at me and says, Duggan, pull your head out, stand up straight, and God bless that you only have six more weeks of radiation. God bless. Look around. Look around. There's a lot of people, a lot of other people out there going through stuff, so God bless. So, Hacksaw, pull your head out, and I'm going to do it. For more information on the WWE Hall of Famer and his struggles with health after he stepped out of the ring, follow eWrestling News as they will give you all the information on what's happening with Hacksaw. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Chris Jericho is making news. Brandon Ewan's writing in this hour. Chris Jericho thinks MJF should stick around with AEW. You know what? A contract is a contract. During a recent, recent interview with Talk Sports AEW star Chris Jericho commented on MJF and his contract issues with AEW. Jericho believes that MJF should stick around with AEW and just accept the contract that was given to him, thinking that if he were to go to WWE, he would be watered down. Now, on MJF's contract situation currently in AEW, Jericho would say, after 30 years in the business, I've learned it doesn't have anything to do with me and what I say or what I say. I really don't care. If I had an angle with MGF or I was involved in a contract dispute, I'd be more much interested in it. But you know what? Sometimes you just gotta stay out. It has nothing to do with me. The only thing I will say is a contract is just a contract. If every athlete in every sport wanted to be paid more, that's the point of having a contract. You know what? Just let it play out. I'm happy with my contract and I know in a year and a half my contract is done. We'll have to renegotiate and discuss how things go then. But until then, I'll do my best that I can do and I'll show up and tell the best stories and people will be interested to pay and to see me. I will eventually be rewarded for it. If you'd like to find out more about what Chris Jericho had to say about contracts and about honoring contracts, follow the article that is trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Continuing on with the wrestling news, Brandon Ewing is writing in at this hour that WWE stock continues to plummet following the Vince McMahon allegations story. WWE stock that drops again once again since the news of allegations were made, which led Vince McMahon to step down from being chairman and CEO of the company. WWE's head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, has also been named in the allegations, and he is taking a leave of absence. Bruce Pritchard has taken over all of the other duties. If you'd like to know what's happening on June 15th at 3 p.m., this was before the allegations were made. The stock was at $68.35. Now, as of June 21st at 4 p.m., it's down to $61.01. The stock is currently now trending after market hours at $60.97. 
performance even lower. For more information on WWE stock, continue following eWrestling News, and Brandon Ewing will have all the details of everything that's happening in the financial world. Eric Bischoff comments on doing another Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns match, and if the WWE Universe thinks it's a watered-down example. During the latest edition of his 83 Weeks podcast, Eric Bischoff comments on why he thinks a rematch between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam is a great idea. Now, Eric Bischoff on WWE doing another Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match and why he personally likes the idea. I can't wait to see it. I know they've wrestled seven or eight times. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Remember, when Brock came back, mostly he was the first announced when he would be coming back. I think it was on this show. I think I know what's going to be happening here. You know, he's going to come back and he's going to do his same old Brock stuff. He's a man killer. He's one-dimensional. No promos. He just goes out there and eats people up and spits them out. And that works fine for me. We've seen that guy a lot. And Brock Lesnar is a completely different Brock Lesnar nowadays in many aspects. He's a different character. He's having more fun when he goes out there. He's not relying on Paul Heyman. He's cutting his own promos. He's coming out of the ring looking and feeling like the Brock Lesnar that I know. I'm not suggesting I know him well, but he's a farmer cowboy. He's going out there with a different vibe. So yes, we've seen matches before with he and Roman Reigns, but we haven't seen everything with his character yet. So let's just wait and see. I think this upcoming match will be awesome. If you'd like to find out more about what Eric Bischoff has to say about the impending return of Brock Lesnar and his match against Roman Reigns, continue following eWrestling News as we will give you all of the latest updates. Freddie Prince Jr. is making headlines right now. Freddie Prince Jr. praises recent AEW feud. Joshua Jones is writing at this hour, Freddie Prince Jr. has been an enormous wrestling fan for most of his life. He recently announced that he's creating his own wrestling promotion, which he has stated will be a part of SAG. The Star Wars voiceover actor wants any wrestler who wants to come in his promotion to have health insurance and be treated properly. Though Prince Jr. hasn't confirmed any big signings yet, he mentioned he will be able to keep up with AEW and thinks one recent storyline might be one of the best in the world. Speaking on the Wrestling with Freddie podcast, the former actor gave a massive props to the CM Punk MJF rivalry. He went on to say, I do give AEW credit for the best wrestling story in over a decade with the MJF CM Punk storyline. Someone should go ahead and tell you to check it out on YouTube. If not, AEW themselves should have a special media moment on YouTube for this. This was pretty awesome. For more information on this, definitely continue following Joshua Jones as he has all the information trending on this article on eWrestling News. Once again, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast. It's going to give you all the headlines of everything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. This is your daily one-stop shop podcast. It's free anywhere podcasts are made available. If you know a wrestling fan, definitely let them know about this and tag them on social media so we can continue to grow our audience. With that being said, that's going to be all the headlines for Wednesday, June the 22nd, 2022. My name is Mike Freeland, and we will check you out on another episode of Headlines. The world of NLW Radio never stops.